no doubt that one of the major issues in 20th century history, truly in the United States, uh, is corporate propaganda. Uh, that's a huge industry. Uh, in fact, it, uh, it extends over the, obviously, the commercial media, but the, uh, the whole range of uh, uh, systems that reach the public, the entertainment industry, uh, television, out of uh, the public relations industry, which was established in this country early in the century and sort of developed in the 20s and on, and has become an enormous industry, spreading over the rest of the world, but primarily here. Uh, and its goal from the beginning, perfectly openly and consciously, was to uh, control the public mind, and the reason was that the public mind was seen as the greatest threat to corporations. Uh, that's from early in the century.
go about our daily lives understanding almost nothing of the world. We give little thought to the machinery that generates the sunlight that makes life possible, to the gravity that glues us to an Earth that would otherwise send us spinning off into space, or to the atoms of which we are made and on whose stability we fundamentally depend, or whether there are ultimate limits to what humans can know. What is the smallest piece of matter? Why we remember the past and not the future? How it is, if there was chaos early, that there is apparently order today? And why there is a universe? Some are uncomfortable with issues like these because they so vividly expose the limitations of human understanding. An increasing number of adults are willing to ask questions of this sort and occasionally they get some astonishing answers. Our lucid revelations on the frontiers of physics, astronomy, cosmology. What do we know about the universe? And how do we know it? Where did the universe come from? And where is it going? Did the universe have a beginning? And if so, what happened before then? What is the nature of time? Will it ever come to an end? Someday these answers may seem as obvious to us on Earth as the Earth is orbiting the Sun, or perhaps as ridiculous as a tower of tortoises. He realized that eclipses of the Moon were caused by the Earth coming between the Sun and the Moon. His idea was that the Sun was stationary at the center and that the Earth and the planets moved in circular orbits around the Sun. This argument is an instance of the pitfalls that you can encounter in talking about infinity. In part, this may have been due to people's tendency to believe in eternal truths, as well as the comfort they found in the thought that even though they may grow old and die, the universe is eternal and unchanging. We now believe such an equilibrium would be unstable. And that brings us to the question of what could have caused the stars to have turned on in the first place? The beginning of the universe had, of course, been discussed long before this. According to a number of early cosmologies and the Jewish, Christian, Muslim tradition, the universe started at a finite and not very distant time in the past. One argument for such a beginning was the feeling that it was necessary to have first cause to explain the existence of the universe. Within the universe, we always explain one event as being caused by some earlier event, but the existence of the universe itself could be explained in this way only if it had some beginning. It exists only in our minds and does not have any other reality, whatever that might mean. Cosmic trigger. Probably on the influence of some psychedelic drugs, but we'll come to that. And in it, he summarizes yours and your brother's work on the time wave. And he, in fact, charts out history into three major sections, the 67-year section, which will comprise the bulk of my life, an interesting 13-month section, which will happen in 2011, and then an interesting six-day section, which will happen immediately preceding the winter solstice in 2012. I started off the easy side with Alvin Toffler, and then I could take a little bit more, so I worked myself up into Pierre Teilhard de Chardin, and then I came across that, and I said, well, this appears to be the case. It was confirmed to me internally in a way that I could not particularly argue with. I could not argue out of. It was simply a foundational fact. And all of my work thereafter was based on a premise that the university is seeking a type of closure, that in fact things are converging. And so my own life study has been perhaps an exploration of what those avenues of convergence were. And it ended up over a period of years that my own life story became a search to 
very dangerous for that reason or incredibly powerful and meaningful for that reason. It's exciting stuff.